ever had a dream so real you can taste it ready to go to sleep the dream life is so amazing extraordinary living where you're not so basic you can live your life in peace ain't worried about no hatred see in my dreams i'm rocking out on every stage selling out arenas in every state from the bay the ga to the concrete jungle bring the thunder like afro i'm ready to rumble sometimes i dream i'm a baller like kobe and mike playing 21 trying to get my jumper right nba jam he on fire shooting out the lights got my fade away popping just for game night some nights i dream i'm a hero in the making soaring through the sky got all the villains shaking i fight for truth and justice and everything right screaming i am here like my boy all might see the thing about a dream it allows you to be what your true heart desires so remember one thing never let them tell you you can't afford the dream because when you're ready it will become a reality last year i was getting ready for my audition till we got a notice talking about our eviction in my head i'm thinking they really must be tripping right at this point i had to make a real big decision i used the money saved up to find a place to sleep bumming money from my friends just for food to eat i stayed in the motel six for about two weeks until i found someone to rent out a room to me can you imagine how many times i've been told no or how many nights i ain't have a place to go long story short i almost put my dreams on hold and if i did it probably would have hurt my soul see it's a new day and i'm happy i don't really need a reason now i smile at the air look at how hard i'm teasing didn't give up on myself i just kept on believing that's why i'm here on this stage and it's a new season you got big dreams never put them on the shelf it's a dream but you still gonna need a little help you'll never reach your full potential all by yourself but we still going for the gold just like michael phelps just like goku and vegeta we gotta push our limits no more sitting in the background acting all timid pay attention everybody i hope you all missing let's start the year off right because we got a new mission let's go Man, what y'all think about that? And he got me out here ready to go to sleep so I can wake up and talk about my dream. Oh, man. But shout out to that boy, Big Mike the Virgo, Big Dreams. My social media is going to be Michael Evans, Michael Anthony Evans Jr., Michael Anthony Evans Jr. He going to be tagged on my social media, so go out there and give him some feedback. Let him know how y'all feel about the song. But anyway, man, what's up again, man? It's such a pleasure to be able to speak to you guys today. As always, I'm forever grateful. I'm humble at the opportunity, and I'm I'm excited that you took some time out your day to click on it, to see what I was talking about today, to see what God gave me today. Well, today is kind of going to be an on-the-fly kind of day. I've been in praise and worship, you know, for the past couple of hours and just trying to pray and get some direction and some guidance from God as to, you know, what direction to take it today. Um, And I do have one, and I repeat, one scripture today. Y'all know that's unusual because I'd be liking to just take y'all around the world, but, you know... <laughs> God said otherwise today. So today's topic, let me start with that. Today's topic is going to be watch your mouth. You got it? Watch your mouth. Yeah, you, you, stop looking around. I'm talking to you. <laughs> Yo, today's scripture is going to be from Proverbs 18 chapter and the 21st verse. I'm going to read from the King James Version. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. That's Proverbs 18 and 21. And that's going to be the King James Version. 
Uh, of course, as always, Lord God, I come to you now as humble as I know how. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this platform, Lord God. All of you, none of me. I ask that you may increase so that I may decrease completely. I bind up nervousness. I bind up anxiety and any fears that may be trying to overtake me on this show today. I am free. I have liberty in the name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. So first of all, to me, that scripture in itself just means that you have the ability to control your life by the words that you speak. Now, I'm a Bible believer. You know, I'm a Christian. I, I, I openly admit that I walk with God, you know, and that God is the head of my life. And I, and I do believe that God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. And I do believe in the crucifixion and the resurrection. I do believe in the Holy Spirit that's inside of me. All of that, you know, and um, to me... That also lets me know that I have the power and the authority to speak things that be not as if they were. And I do. I haven't always now because the enemy uses our mouth. He wants to muzzle us. And we have been muzzled for so long. And I'm a, I'm a victim of that. There were so many times, like when I knew I was supposed to say something and I didn't. It was so many times when I'm so upset and I'm speaking negativity out of my mouth. It messed me up. You know what I mean? Instead of speaking life over myself, I was speaking death. Satan didn't even have to do it I was doing it myself so guess what that left me out bad um for my saints and ain'ts that don't know what that mean that mean left me in a bad position that, <laughs> that left me in a situation where I'm out here trying to do it on my own simply because I, I was not casting my cares on God I wasn't using the power and authority that he placed down inside of me you know what I'm saying so I just wanted to take today's time out to just say, watch your mouth. Be mindful of what you say about yourself. Be mindful of what you say about others. And I didn't really understand this until I truly started to take my walk with God serious. And I can be open, you know, I can be transparent because I'm hoping that my flaws, my shortcomings and my faults help somebody else out because I want us all to win. I want everybody on the winning team. I'm out here trying to win souls for Jesus, you know? So of course I'm going to tell you my flaws. So here's the thing. I realized that, we are afraid sometimes to tap into the power and the authority that we have inside of us. We would rather hear it from somebody else. Now, don't get me wrong. I absolutely believe in the prophetic realm. I still believe in the apostle, excuse me, apostolic anointing that's on a lot of people's lives these days. You know, I don't think that ended in the Old Testament. I definitely believe that um, that is still alive today. But I also believe in that same power and authority that we have to speak over ourselves. You know, stop downing yourself. Stop speaking negative about yourself. You got to confess the things that you want to see. You have to speak to your future man, the future man that you want to become. And I mean, I use man interchangeably. Uh, we have to speak to that future person. You know, the more you speak to that future person, that that you're feeding that future person, that future person is going to continue to grow because there's actually a version of us that we've never even met yet. When God thought about us, we were, he thought about a perfect, perfect person, a perfect creation. I had to take a moment of silence because I know we're not perfect. <laughs> we're not perfect y'all, but that's what God sees when he looks at us. Perfection. There's a person that who's actually doing what God called them to do. Now, we may not tap into it. We may not even get to that person in our lifetime, but it's our choices that keep that keep us from that. You know, we have the option. Life and death lies in the power of the tongue. How deep is that? Think about that sentence, though. Real talk. Life and death lies in the power of the tongue. You mean to tell me I can kill myself with my mouth? You mean to tell me I have the ability to speak life over myself with my mouth? That's a big deal to me. 
because that means when the world is telling me that I should, um, go out, you know, have premarital sex, I should go out, get high all the time. And this isn't a judgment. These are real life situations. The world tells me that I should prostitute to make money, sell my body. The world told me that the church hates me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not good enough. I don't make enough money. I don't drive the best cars. So in my mind to counteract that, if I'm speaking life, I'm out here saying, you know what? I am successful. I am wealthy. I will have a, a education. I will go to college and get my associates or my master's or my bachelor's or my doctorate. I am everything that God called me to be. I am creative. I am above and not beneath. I am the head and not the tail. That's why it's so important to write down affirmations. Take some time out of your day to speak life over yourself. Because otherwise, anytime you think about the negative aspect of that and you start using that other side of that tongue, life and death that lies in the power when you start speaking death, man, I knew what my mama said it was going to be true, man. I ain't even graduated from high school, man. I, I'm just as dumb as they say I am. You know what I'm saying? I never made the basketball team. I'll never get into that college, man. My daughter going to be just like me, man, man. I just hate the way my life is right now. Come on, man. What, what, what have you spoken into existence? Death, pretty much defeat. You know, don't do that. We're better than that. We're bigger than that. And we're better than that. And our God is bigger than that. There's absolutely nothing that God can't do. There's absolutely nothing that God is not willing to do for us. We just have to come into alignment with his divine will and purpose for our lives. And we get so caught up in ourselves. We try to do everything on our own and we think that we can make it without him. However, we can't. So we got to watch our mouths sometimes. You know what I mean? So I've been thinking about prayer, you know, the power of prayer and what prayer does. And, you know, going in, having that one-on-one time with God, you know, praying in secret, you know, taking the time out to really truly thank God and be open, be vulnerable with God. That's how you have a real relationship with God. You be vulnerable. Vulnerability is key. You have to open up. You, you have to let God get down into those deep, dark places that you don't want anybody else at. You have to, it is a must. It, it, it comes a time in real life where you have to actually deflate yourself and you got to go to God in prayer before anything you got to pray about things before they even become an issue and when you pray you got to be intentional when you pray you got to be intentional with your words that's why you said that that's exactly why i say you got to watch your mouth because intentionality is key that means a lot as well the more intentional you are that shows god that you're serious about what you're asking him for that also lets him know that you're ready to put in the work to get what you're asking him for you know always ask god to let his will be done while you're praying you know you i, I i'm learning now after listening to so many people that have been in the game longer than me, when I say game, I'm just referring to the ministry. Um, and I'm also learning uh, by studying and just reading my word and just my one-on-one time with God. Change is something that you got to ask God to do. You got to ask God to change something within me so that I can navigate what is ahead of me. Because right now we're feeling like, oh my God, 2019 over coronavirus take me back no 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 no. there's nothing back there for you god has already perfected what that was that was going on back there he's already healed you he's already delivered you and he's already set you free from your past don't ever go back to that place unless you're going back there to save some souls don't ever go back to what god, god took away you know what i'm saying that ain't that's not for you anymore you know what you should be asking him god is to change something within me so that i can navigate what is ahead of me you got to ask god to help my will your will becoming to some come into submission with God's will. You know, that, that comes a point where each and every day, I would recommend it daily, multiple times throughout the day. When you on break, when you in the bathroom, when you in the kitchen, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you got some headphones on praise and worship and on commercial breaks, like 
I understand we got a life outside of ministry. Don't get me wrong, but you still should always be prophesying and declaring things over your life, over your job, over your finances, over your bloodline, over your kids, over your family, because life and death not only lies in the power of the tongue for you, you have that same ability to speak things that be not as if they were over other people, especially your bloodline. And God says that nothing he said is going to return void because he already told us to seek and you'll find to knock and he'll answer. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. You just got to use it. You got to tap into it. And I know that y'all can. There's nothing stopping you because if you look in the mirror and keep it all the way a buck, all the way a hundred with yourself, the only thing that's stopping you is you. And if you say anything less than that, if you blame somebody else, that means you're in denial. That, that means you're not ready to experience spiritual maturity. That means you're not ready to face the things that have been coming your way. But I, I bind it up. I believe that God is raising up a generation of people that's not afraid to be honest, open, and transparent with their issues, with their flaws, and with their shortcomings because they realize that when they are weak, God is strong. God is our strength. What Miranda Curtis come back and saying that's like, you are my strength, strength like no other. Strength like no other that, that reaches me. Come on now. God is able to do anything, y'all. I'm telling you. Like, like my girl, so feel rough, man. You got that Ephesians 3.20. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask, think, or imagine. You better say it over yourself, over your family. Because what God wants to come to pass, all you got to do is align yourself with it. Ask God, hey, God, you know, how have you taught to God? I mean, this I taught to God like this and seen, God, I'm all over the place right now. I have no idea what my next move should be, God. I need you to help me. Like, I'm out here lost without you. I need you to help me cause my will to come into perfect alignment with your wills and my ways to come into alignment with your ways because I know your thoughts are not my thoughts and my thoughts aren't yours. Lord God, yours is so much greater, so much higher. So please show me what I need to do. Show me the way. Like I'm always open with God. I'll be out here pretty much on, on a big and singing like a, uh, R, <laughs> like I'm R Kelly or something. And, uh, no shade to R Kelly. I just know he begs a lot in the song. Um, but yeah, you got to really take God serious and you got to be mindful of what you say and how you say it. And I always ask God all the time to help me to see what he's doing in my life in this season because that's going to determine the route that I'm taking. And he he's the one that's doing it. So what better person to go to and ask that than him? You get what I'm saying? Like a lot of people want to try to figure it out on their own. That's not your job. That's not your responsibility. That's why you got to cast your cares on him. That's why you got to speak these things out of your mouth. You got to be open with God. You got to talk to God. And then God talks back. He may not always talk. You're not going to hear all the time just a voice. Ugh. You know, like they make it seem like on TV, man. It's always usually a small, still whisper. Then, you know, some people have visions, dreams, all of those things are possible. But, but you got to have an open line of communication. You got to be willing to confess your fears. You know what I'm saying? Your issues. You got to ask God to show you what you are missing in any situation. No matter if you frustrated, angry, sad, dysfunctional, you got to ask that his will be done because prayer changes everything. Y'all prayer changes it all. And if you don't open your mouth, and talk to God, and if you don't open your mouth and speak life, then you're going to change the whole dynamic of your life. The whole paradigm is going to change, and not, it's going to change, and now you're wondering why things are going the way they're going. Hello? Think about it. Screw me. What you saying out of your mouth? Come on now. Take some time out and be mindful. I, I challenge each and every one of you to start being intentional with your words, especially and if you got if you got children, 
be mindful of how you speak to your kids. Yeah, I know we was raised up totally different. You know, you get cussed at, you get shoes thrown at you, extension cords, <laughs> all that type of stuff, especially if you're from the South, man. But you can't do them kids like that. I had to realize that with my own daughter. Like, we got to be different. We got to be different. We got to be the change that we want to see, even when it comes down to parenting. Like, we got to unlearn and relearn so much stuff when it comes down to what the older generations taught us. When it comes down to church, the religious aspect, and I'm not talking about a religious holier-than-thou aspect, just overall, you know, because it's about relationship and not about religion. But if you pray on it, the situation is going to change as long as your heart is open and your heart is pure. And, excuse me. You have to take a second out too and just thank God for the anointing that's on your life. You got to ask God to show you what the people connected to you need. Ask God to help show you the mysteries of life and this world. You have to create a space. You have to create your own environment to bring things. Of course, this is about doing it in prayer. You know what I'm saying? Because if a person can't survive in that space, they don't belong. Period. If somebody can't survive within your bubble that you're creating for yourself that's going to hold your relationship with you and God the people that you got around you they should be molding you help mold you help shape you help push you help catapult you until your next so you got to be mindful of the people that you surround yourself with yeah it sucks though because you know a lot of people we've known five years 10 years 15 years 20 years and we don't want to let people go but really though a true friend is somebody that's going in the same direction as you and it's no shade you have to really categorize people that doesn't mean you gotta love somebody any less you know what i'm saying but it's different titles i'm reading this book right now by dr darius daniels shout out to dr darius daniels and it's called um relational intelligence and i'm learning that we play so many people in the friend category when they should have been associates or they should have been um assignments or they should have been advisors yeah it's an amazing book it'll help you see yourself like never before man i the the book got me happy and sad all at the same time because it makes me feel like i really got to start categorizing my relationships differently because I was one of the people, I was so open. I was so loving. I mean, I'm like, yo, you my friend. I got you. I'm riding with you to the end. And I meant that. But now I'm like, oh, what are, what is being reciprocated out of this friendship? How does this person help my purpose? You know, because once you get saved, like, everything changes because it's no longer about you. You gave up your life for God. You gave up your life for Jesus. You can't just do the things that you used to do. You can't go to places that you used to go and you can't say the stuff that you used to say. So you got to watch your mouth. You got to be mindful of the tone that you use when speaking to people. You got to always operate out of a place of love. You know, everything shifts when you take on this walk, you know, and the walk doesn't get easier by far. The, we just get stronger. And I'm learning that. And I'm like, man, these attacks are no joke. <laughs> That's why I definitely had to start watching my mouth. Because otherwise, when the devil hit me, boom, I take the left punch, boom, I take the right punch. And now I'm about ready to cut somebody out. I can't lie. What you mean? <laughs> but I'm, I have to calm down, God. I speak peace over myself Lord, God, myself, Lord God. I speak a sound mind, Lord God. I have the power and the authority to guard my tongue in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Give me peace in that area. Like, you really got to tell yourself this kind of stuff. Anybody out here that tell you that they perfect and they don't sin and they don't fall short and they don't make mistakes, then they'll lie. You need to separate yourself from them people because, hey, if they can lie about that, they'll lie to you about anything. Like, you have to be mindful of that type of stuff because this is a real life. And, and the fact that you're choosing Jesus, let's God know that you know that when those times get tough when the days get hard you're gonna lean and depend on him that's why you gotta have that open line of communication with him that's why you gotta speak life and not death that's why you gotta build yourself up and not tear yourself down you get what I'm saying 
You got to ask God to allow you to see the person from the place that God sees them. That goes for anybody. Because what we do is we see somebody, God forbid, um, they're on drugs. They got an addiction. You seeing them as a crackhead. And um, you should be seeing them as the man or woman of God that he created them to be. You should see this as an opportunity to preach the gospel, to teach the gospel, to do a good deed genuinely, to show generosity out of the kindness of your heart. You see a homeless person. You shouldn't talk about the person. You never know what happened in that person's life to get them to where they're at present day. Homeless people are some of the most intelligent people in the world. You know what I'm saying? I've come across, like I've lived in Virginia for a while and, and just going across the world when I was in the Navy, just traveling, man, we came across so many people that were homeless and you got to understand these people are so man, them people are intellectuals. And I mean that when I say those people, because I'm referring to it, a category of homeless people altogether and, and, and they don't deserve any less love. Yeah. You got to be safe. You know, you never know what type of mind frame somebody is in, but just cover yourself in the blood of Jesus. That doesn't, that shouldn't stop you from doing a good deed out of the goodness of your heart. So I always ask God to allow you to see people the way he sees them and not the way you see them. Don't see their sin. See that person and realize that it's always going to be a spirit behind that person. That should save you some trouble, save you a headache, you know, so that way you'll know that you're operating out of love and you're not operating out of judgment, you know, because we should never be judgmental because judge not unless you be judged. And see, the same matter you judging them, God going to judge you the same way. See, I don't got that kind of time to play with God like that. Uh Uh-uh. Read your Bible, it'll bless you, man. He took out the whole world. He was just sick of it, man. The whole world, he took them out. Thank God for the rainbow. Thank God for the rainbow. At least I know he'll never flood the earth again. Shout out to God, too, y'all. I was so ignorant while I was lost, down and out, busting and disgusted. Well, I never knew that the rainbow meant was God's promise that he'll never flood the earth again. I'm out here repping the rainbow for the homosexual, lesbian lifestyle, you know, because at the time that's what I was in. But I'm, I'm like, man, now I truly understand what it means by my people perish for the lack of knowledge. I didn't even know that that was actual promise of God. And it had been perverted so bad. Like, I'm talking about, I had the belt. I had like, I had a rainbow grill. Y'all, it was ridiculous. So man, I'm like, God, thank you so much for saving me, man. I'll never make you look that bad again. That was out of control so you know that's what i'm saying you gotta you gotta understand like the type of world that we living in because i know i'm not the only person that thought that which is another reason why i know i gotta stay on my job because there's people out here that really are lost and people don't know any better and better and, and a lot of people don't ever want to come over to this side because we're judgmental it's so many judgmental Christians in this world today that it's ridiculous. You can't look at somebody just because they're choosing the wrong path like they have a disease or something. You got to love them out of that thing. You cannot, it's real cliche, but you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't judge somebody in their introdu- introductory chapter and you don't even know what's going on in chapter five. They probably got 10 more chapters to go, but yet you looking at them from the outside and now you disgusted. That's not cool, man. That ain't how God said to love his people. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your soul. And to love your neighbor as yourself. So is that how you love yourself? Is that how you want to treat yourself? Is that how you want somebody to treat you? Watch your mouth, man. Keep your mouth out, people. Let God do the judging. What he put us here to do is love, teach the gospel, go out, heal the sick, raise the dead. You read the Great Commission. If you didn't, go read the whole book of Matthew. I think it's Matthew 28. It's the last chapter, if I'm not mistaken. Like, God put us here for a reason. We are put here, and we chose God. You know, so it's our responsibility to go out and win the souls, show people why God is so good, show people what he did in our lives, the reason why we gave it our love and anything that you gave up, God's going to give you better. 
You feel me? You feel like you gave something up, man, to, to get out of a lifestyle, whatever your lifestyle may be, whatever that addiction was, I guarantee you it's going to be better on the other side. I speak double right now in the mighty name of Jesus to everybody that has enough faith to believe that God is able and he will provide. God is going to sustain us even in the midst of this pandemic. There will be glory after this. Guarantee there will be glory in this after this. All you got to do is believe it. Believe it. But yeah, man, y'all don't, I hadn't got a little hype. I got to calm, <laughs> I had to calm down. But yeah, man, you got to be mindful of what you say. Watch your mouth. Keep your mouth on people. Open up your mouth and be vulnerable to God. When you're praying, when you're speaking these things, you got to understand that prayer is the light that illuminates on the inside what God wants to see happen on the outside. Ooh, let me say that again. Prayer is the light that illuminates on the inside what God wants to see happen on the outside. Now, when I first started taking my walk serious because I was dressing a certain way, people looking at me like, oh, she gotta still be gay. But the devil is a lie the whole time. My only prayer was God, clean me up from the inside out. These are the words that I was speaking out of my mouth. Don't work on my wardrobe yet, God. I don't care about no wardrobe and I don't care about what these people saying about me, God, but I want to make sure that I'm clean. I want to make sure that there's no more residue left inside out of me God so these are the things that I knew I had to speak out of my mouth and had I not spoke those things out of my mouth I probably would still be lost but God you, that's why you got to understand your current situation. You have to assess your current situation. You have to make a decision as to whether you're ready to leave it behind and even if you're afraid, even if you're scared, even if you're hurting, even if man nervousness all of those things that's not that's not of God that's the enemy trying to shake you the enemy trying to keep you from your person your purpose because we know God did not give us a spirit of fear but a power of love and a sound mind you get what I'm saying now nah. I told you all that timidity all that shyness we done with that and I'm forever speaking life over you guys. I'm speaking courage. I'm speaking strength. I'm speaking boldness right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We team Jesus over here. We done with that little scared stuff. That same energy you had out there in the world, bring it over here to the kingdom. God will shape it up. God will mold you. God will hone you. So that way you're giving it out the way he wants you to give it out. And if you ever feel like your light is dimming, all you need to do is go in there and pray some more. Anything that contradicts your vision, then you have to bring that feeling into the presence of God until that feeling falls into alignment with your vision. You got to turn everything over to God. Take advantage of the power and authority that you have inside of you. Take advantage of the fact that your words mean something. Take advantage of the fact that you can speak life and not death. Now, if you constantly choosing to speak death, then, then you need to reevaluate yourself. And I mean that in the most kindest way possible, because at this point, okay, did you make a choice? You know what I'm saying? It's not about falling because if you fall, you can get back up. It's never too late. I'm talking about constant negativity. You have to be mindful of who you surround yourself with because that stuff can get off on you. I'm telling you, it can, Hey, you wondering why all of a sudden you wake up depressed, you wake up sad, you wake up angry. You got to be mindful of the company you keep because sometimes these demonic spirits, they've been resting in these places for so long. They feel like they own these places. They feel like, oh, this is my region. This is my body. This is who I have called my home. And now you want to come trying to stir up the pot. And it says, even after you've been delivered, if you don't fill that space up with something else, that demonic spirit going to go out and get seven more of the homies and come back even worse than it was before. If, if that place still swept clean, come on, we gotta, we gotta speak these things that be not as if they were, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. My mind is at peace. My mind is at rest. No demonic activity, no sinful activity. My sin nature is dead. You get what I'm saying? You got to keep saying these things out of your mouth. Make sure you're understanding what you're saying. And the reason why you can learn these things is you pick up your Bible. If not, 
You'll never know what the promises of God are. You'll never know what he told you to say if you don't pick up your Bible. You got to pick up your Bible. When I when I tell you pick up your Bible, you got to pick it up. And you also got to make sure your prayers give God options. <laughs> don't be up here telling God what everything that he need to do. Don't get beside yourself, fam. Don't, don't do that. You got to talk to God with some respect. You got to put some respect on his name. Not my will, God, but your will be done. Now, it's okay to say what you want, but make sure you give God the room to maneuver it. Because if it don't line up with his will anyway, you out bad because what you going to do about it? Tell me that. What are you going to do about it? What What's next? If, you, if it doesn't line up with God's divine will and purpose, then God is not, he's not required to be the, provide the provision for it. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If you are operating outside of the divine will and purpose that God has for your life, he's not required to give you the provision because he didn't tell you to do that. Don't get me wrong. He's not going to leave you. He'll always be there because he loves us. He'll always leave the 99 to come get us. I'm going to keep telling you that because you are important to God. God loves you. That's what it says in the gospel for God. Well, this is not the God. Well, yes, it is in John. <clears throat> for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So what do you have to do? It requires you to do something. Believe. Hello. And when you constantly speak things out of your mouth, repetition is key because if you say something for so long, eventually you're going to start to believe it because what you feed is going to grow. What you water is, is going to grow. That's why I told y'all last week, it's so important to guard your ear gate, guard your eye gate. You can't just be out here listening to anything. You can't just be out here watching anything, man, because that's the enemy's way of entering to your mind. And because it, in the word of God say, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So be mindful. Don't let nothing control your mind. Renew your mind each and every day. Do not conform to this world because we won't put here to be like this world. We will put here to stand out. God knew what he was doing when he created us. He knew what he needed when he created us. But see, it's all about us. Are we willing to do and be everything that he called us to be? I, I am now, man, I wasn't, I ran for so long, y'all calling God, man, look, <laughs> I know who God is. God gave me life, but, uh, God know my heart, man. I can't even tell y'all how many times I said that y'all, but let me tell you when I got my, one of my first wake up calls, I had not watched, um, left behind. I don't know if you ever seen it. Go see it, man. But when I saw that movie, Oh, my whole life changed. I'm like, bro, uh, 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 uh. I can't be stuck here looking at everybody empty, everybody clothes on the floor, all these empty cars, driving down the road by themselves because the people done, done got raptured up. And then I'm just sitting here looking because I ain't getting my life right with God. I'm too scary. I ain't built like that. You feel me? I'm bold. I got strength. I got courage when it comes to defending God and the gospel of Jesus Christ. However, I can't get left behind, shawty. Mm-mm. I seen the movie. You won't get me. But so I suggest y'all get your old house in order. But now nah, y'all know I can't say. I'm just just saying a real talk. But before I do go, y'all, I do have a daily prayer that I got. Um, it came from like Sarah Jakes Roberts, TD Jakes' daughter, and that's Torrey. Torrey's wife, she's one of my favorite. Um, I'm a part of the delegation. Check her out. She has an awesome movement called the Woman Evolve Movement. Um, I went to her conference last year in Denver, Colorado. I had the most amazing time. My life will never be the same. Oh my God. But there's a prayer that she recommended that we say daily and I'm going to say it. And if you 
rewatch this broadcast say it every day if you got to listen to it every day do a voice recording do whatever you got to do it's important to say these things so that way your mind can become adjusted and it can adapt to you speaking positivity and you actually knowing how to pray and using that power and authority at the same time so it kind of goes hand in hand but you always got to remember y'all what watch your mouth so (laughs) here's the prayer it says heavenly father thank you for jesus thank you for making him who went out empty to come back full, full of my sins, full of my limitations, full of my insecurities, full of my fears. And when he was crucified and resurrected, I was resurrected too. I was resurrected as the best version of myself. So father, order my steps to that version of who I am. Help me to walk away from who I used to be and to help me fall in love with who I am becoming. Attract to me relationships that can sustain me subtract from me relationships that hold me to who I used to be. I declare and I decree that I have been made new. I receive this word like rain and snow from heaven. I am coming forth as a result of this word in the mighty matchless name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I pray that today's word touched you guys in a mighty way. Be mindful of your words. Be mindful of what you say about yourself. Be mindful of what you say about others. It is so important to speak life and not death over your family, over your kids, over yourself, most importantly, because if you're not the best version of you that God created you to be, you're not going to be able to pour into other people as God created you to do so. You cannot pour from an empty cup. I have a little card on my desk that I use every day to look at as a reminder Tia you cannot pour from an empty cup I can't be out here giving and giving and giving but I'm not rebuilding this up that's why I got to constantly study constantly stay in communion with God you know chase after him you got to let God know that you want him you got to let God know that you need him but yeah y'all I love y'all man the right way the wrong way the long way the strong way and you just tuned in with Radical Talks with Tia Darcel. and I'm out